0: Welcome to Elton and Scott's podcast. We do have a formal name for this, and we'll introduce it a little bit later. But for now, we'll introduce who we are. Uh, My name's Scott Copperman. I'm living over here in the United States. And I'm uh,
1: Elton Momanus, I'm 30, and I'm living over in England at the moment, in sunny England.
0: And I'm in snowy New Jersey. (laughs) We met through uh, the Simply Syndicated message boards, which... uh, is a message board also run in England, which has a number of podcasts, has a very active community, active through Twitter, active through the message boards, and uh, it's got its podcasts about Star Trek, movies, life in general, books. Uh, I, I think it's, it's some of the most brilliant things I've read. It's very clever things, both by the contributors who make the podcast and, and the community as a whole.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I was drawn to them uh Probably through movies you see on uh through iTunes. And that's how I found out about them and obviously since then I've I've picked up on all of their other podcasts and so I'm starting to listen to everything now. I'm even listening to uh Make It So, even though I'm not uh, a trekkie at
0: all. Big movie coming out this uh this summer, so you'll be tempted I guess to give it a shot at least.
1: I am tempted, yeah, I must admit I'm you know, it's
0: it's a barrier that I wanna break down. <laughs> but I don't want to break it down too far. It's one of those things, I think, where if they weren't making this movie, you could probably decide, nah, I just Star Trek came and went, and I just wasn't really a part of it. But now that they're kind of rebooting it and they've got this new movie coming out, possibly a, a set of follow-up things, you really have to decide maybe, you know, are you going to let it slip by again or, or get back into it?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've had a series as well, though, isn't
0: it? Yes, yes, it is. Yes. One of the message boards on Simply Syndicated is even talking about what if this movie is successful, what kind of things might they do? And well, one of the things that I had actually thought was another common interest of ours, uh, the TV show Lost, I yep. thought, since television as a whole seems to have kind of changed since the 60s and even you know, mid-late 90s, that maybe an approach to take is not have it be so focused on the humans, which, which are the Federation, basically, and Star Trek, and let it be a story told from multiple perspectives. You know, we, we do have Lost coming back out this week, and... Do you guys get the, the start of the season the same time we do?
1: No, I think we have to wait a couple of days. I think it's... I think you're having yours on uh, Wednesday, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, we're having ours on the Sunday, I think it is. So we're a couple of days behind you, but, you know, it, it's not too bad, so... It's not like a week or two, which it, it was at one point, I think it was.
0: Well, it definitely helps if you're disciplined, because there's so much information out there. and There's the people who podcast simultaneously and blog about it right after. And My goal for this season is to, to really resist the temptation to, to see what's coming up next and, and kind of get a couple of spoilers of what's going on.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to resist going on to the uh, UFO blog, which which has all the spoilers written on there. And you know, last season I found out who was in the coffin before oh, I actually yeah.
0: saw who's in the
1: coffin. It, it just ruined it for me.
0: It really does. It destroyed good. it. What I really want to go for is to find out what I might have missed. Because although I think I'm pretty perceptive, it's it's neat to go back and and have someone say, "Oh, did you notice that picture on the wall was the same picture that was in this other episode, or this actor was the same actor?" Yeah. There's obviously a lot of blogs about it. I, I tend to listen to uh, Jane Jack's podcast, The Dharma Lars. Yep. Uh, some are spoilery, some are not, but I'll have to make some decisions now that the season's started.
1: Yeah, we, we have a uh, podcast over here. It's, uh, lost is shown on a, a channel called Sky One, and um, they have a, a podcast that comes out immediately after the episode's been shown, and it's with a guy called Ian Lee. Yeah. It runs for about half an hour, and it's really, really good.
0: I've, I've heard that one through iTunes. It's actually, I agree, it's very good. And uh, some of our uh, some of our friends from Simply Syndicated have podcasts they've started, too. I, I know you listen to them as well. Uh, Nerd Hurdles is one with Jake. Yeah, and I am starting
1: listening to that, yeah. That's really good.
0: good, yeah. Um, Here Goes Nothing is another one. And yep. there's a, a couple others. I guess we can save the shout-outs for, <laughs> for future episodes. It uh,
1: seems to be like a Simply Syndicated, like a community, listener's community building up now. And they're building up their own podcasts.
0: Well, it's, it's neat, too, because everybody's got slightly different content. You know, it's not like you're hearing the same conversations. I, I know some of them have been guesting on each other's shows. Um, and, and like I said before, the, the people are so clever. It's really fun to listen to what they have. And, and I know I've been kind of uh, inspired a little bit and, and tried to think of things that can be on the same level. I know you have too. So that's yes. basically our goal, I think. With this podcast, it's going to take a little while to work some of the kinks out. But we'd like to try to, to add to that pool. And hopefully get those guys listening to our stuff, and, and together we'll all spread out, take over the world with podcasting.
1: Yeah, that'd no, be great. Um, with this podcast, I'm I'm just looking for like a uh, a tongue in cheek look at life, really. You know, we will like cover serious issues, I'd imagine. We, you know, we give them the respect they deserve, but I'm just looking to have a little bit of fun, really.
0: Oh yeah, I, I, same thing for me. I, I look at those little comments I make in my head, <laughs> and, and this is a chance to actually make them out loud. And, yeah. Uh, so, I know you, prior to our meeting, we each had blogs and uh, had done some podcasting. My podcasting was mainly with my kids. Yeah. And I have a, a blog, that other page, where I try to do the same kind of thing. And, and you have one as well, Fourth Person, it's called? Yeah,
1: that's right, yeah. It's just a look at life, really, for myself, from my own perspective. It, it includes like stories from my life or stuff I'm seeing on the news, really, and my little take on them, but... It's it's just my little bubble, about two meters wide, my little bubble. That's where I live.
0: Yeah, well, I like it. And then we had decided that was going to be one of the main features we wanted to incorporate in in our podcast. So uh, did you have anything prepared for episode one here?
1: Right. Well, I don't think we can miss out this story. In in my opinion, it's it's probably like the the biggest story of the last two weeks. It's the methane on Mars. Have you heard about this? I'm I'm sure you've heard about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists have um, found uh, clouds of methane circulating Mars, and they think that it's actually coming from uh, entities Organisms, buried yeah. deep. Yeah, buried deep uh, below the soil. And I, I don't know about you, but I I tend to think we've been here before with them announcing this. You know, with the the uh, asteroid that hit us millions of years ago, and they buried it up from Antarctica, I think right. it was.
0: And they found uh, the bacterial fossils, or Possibly just normal rock. That's right. Um, yeah, it's
1: like grains of sand and you know, mm-hmm. traces of fossils within these. And you know, I'm excited about it, but on the other side, I'm thinking, okay, let's wait for the hard proof to come along. Right. And I don't, I don't think this this gas is the hard proof that everyone's saying it is because the way that it's been reported in the newspapers, it is the hard, solid, concrete smoking gun.
0: Well, I think what it ends up being is that necessary little tidbit to continue the investigation that, you know, without possible things like that, without something even being hyped as a smoking gun programs like the, the Mars exploration just end up fading away. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it is getting a little premature credit for being what it might be, but it's good that it's there because otherwise it's too easy for, Bureaucrats to take the money out of certain projects, and, and it becomes yep. the end of it.
1: Yeah, but they're looking for the catapult to slingshot more um, resources at Mars, really. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, this is this is it, really. You know, this is how they're going to get future explorations up there.
0: I do think there's, a, a, and, and I could be completely wrong, but I, I remember reading at various times that this is the closest we'll be in the next hundred years, or you know, apparently the the orbits are synchronizing in a certain way that the trip itself is significantly shorter during a, a period of time. I don't know if it's a matter of months or years. So yeah, that, yeah. that could be a factor as well. I have a, a thought for you, though. My my son and I were in the car yesterday, and I asked him if they were talking about it at school. And he he's in third grade, so they are talking a little bit about recycling and things like that in his science classes, but um, it hadn't really come up. So I explained what it was, and... And I found myself having to explain to a, an 8-year-old, yes, so they found this cloud of gas. So what? What could that yeah. mean without, you know, this is a boy whose exposure to alien life has been cartoons uh, and movies. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was, it was a, a tough thing to do. And even dealing just with vocabulary, I said, well, you know how we breathe in and out and we expel carbon dioxide and these plants breathe in. Uh, carbon dioxide and produce oxygen. Again, I, I know this is all scientifically inaccurate, but I said, well, they found what what looks like something that certain kinds of germs breathe out and certain kinds of germs breathe in, and, and they see over a big chunk of time it came out and it disappeared, and yep. and they think that might be what it is. And he kind of just stared at me. And, <laughs> so, I said, well... <laughs> I know it would mean that there's a Martian germ, but uh, there's not supposed to be anything there. It was interesting because then the conversation went into more of like a science fiction-y, oh, so that's why we can't have spaceships go up there because uh, if they bring that germ back, everyone could get sick, and it went a whole different direction. And, you know, there wasn't that excitement, I guess, if we had gotten an actual message from from space with generating him.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. Well... I have another story slightly related to that. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. A, a UFO, UFO over here hit a wind turbine. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't, no. It absolutely destroyed it. It took one of their blades off. These blades are 65 feet long. It it took one off. It's still missing. It's gone. No one can find it anywhere. And it, it bent another one. Now, was it-, it was around right about uh, 4 o'clock in the morning, I think it was. That this happened.
0: Is it in a, a path that's nonlinear that had to change direction or you leveled out or something? Or could it possibly be like a meteorite that kind of came down and just disintegrated once it hit?
1: Well, they found no evidence of anything around there. I, I'm not saying it's going to be UFOs or no, anything like that, but you've got crazy old you know, 71 year old people looking out the window saying, oh, look, there's a ball of light and it's destroyed one of our turbines. But these turbines are 290 feet tall, and have blades of 65 feet. And you know, one of these has disappeared, <laughs> and it's it's amazing. I'll pass the uh, the the pictures on to you, and I'll I'll put them on my, on my website as well. Okay.
0: And it's it's just a mangled wreck. It really is. Now I wonder, like insurance claim wise, how that all plays out as well. It's like, well, you know, I had this giant turbine and. <laughs> so what happened to it? Well, I, A UFO hit it? Right. Sure, sure. No, really. Act of God. That's right, yes. And then it's probably not covered. Da, da, da. I don't know. would
1: imagine so, yeah.
0: Somewhere there's there's some young executive, fresh out of college, and he's been assigned this project of, you know, find us a loophole, make sure we don't have to pay this claim.
1: Yeah, but these things are huge. They really are. It's, um. I think there's about five in the line, but the picture I've got, it's got three in a line here, and the middle one is totally destroyed.
0: Were there, it was in the morning, right? No witnesses at the time, but people heard the crash. And...
1: No, there's there's um, two witnesses, I think oh. it is. An old lady and an old guy, and he's actually taken a picture, and he's got a ball of light in, in the middle of the sky. Oh, wow. uh, to, to me, it looks like the rising sun behind the cloud. These crazy old doddery people sometimes over here. Yeah. Well, that's right.
0: that's definitely... Uh, I'd like to see those pictures, so we'll have to make sure we get a link for those in the show notes.
1: Yeah, definitely will. So, um, we also have uh, one more story here. Um, now, I know you guys have these, uh, you know, the scooters, the mobility scooters.
0: Yes, the ones, uh, like the non-traditional ones, the Segway, I think they're called, or... or the no, that not like a Segway, for,
1: for the old people that oh, okay. can't get around the supermarkets and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. A, a woman over here was... Uh, band after drink driving on one of them, Uh, she actually nicked one from uh, an Asda supermarket. She didn't want to pay the uh, the cab fare to her house in Manchester, which was 10 miles away. And I reckon it would have taken about four hours to complete the the journey home. And she promised she would return it the next day, but crying out loud... I'm not being funny, but if it's going to take you four hours to get home on one of these, and four hours to return it, it's, oh. apparently she was
0: pissed. We guess, yeah.
1: Undercover officer, I think, pulled him, pulled her over,
0: <laughs> and nicked her. Probably walked right up to it.
1: She got two and a half miles away from no. the shop, though.
0: Now was she elderly, or just just uh, like? Took it.
1: She was forty-six. No. So that's not elderly at all. No. Christ.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. You could probably walk faster than that. Uh, yeah, you know, four miles an hour. You could probably be home in half the time. Do you get uh, people driving these on the main roads? No, no. I, we do. We get golf cart people, ride, You know, people riding around in those. But
1: yeah, no. Um, we get people driving these on the main roads. They're so so dangerous, and they look even Britain, you know better when they've got their rain covers on, <laughs> and they're like encapsulated in this little plastic mac. Driving along on this little mobility scooter in the middle of the road, and they just don't give a rat's ass about anyone else driving along in their cars mm-hmm. <laughs> and just clogging these, clogging the roads up. And if you at them or you know tell them to get off the road, you, know, you get a load
0: of <laughs> abuse back from them. They're just crazy. I know. I can't imagine that's uh, how it could be even a preferred mode of transportation. It's just, you know, <laughs> plugging along so slow. I, you must just have to be so patient to drive them around because they're, between the reactions you get and, uh, like you said, just how slowly they move. Yeah, well,
1: this lady was obviously, you know, looking forward to her four-hour journey home.
0: It was obviously a comfy ride. Oh, yeah. This was uh, at night, I imagine. I wonder if they have a headlight on it. Uh, like yeah, it does. These
1: oh, yeah. ones do. These yeah. have indicators as well. No number plates, so it's, it's not road legal. But they have indicators and lights, and even wing mirrors. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I think that's for the aisles, so you don't knock the you know the beans over in the
0: aisles. That's right, and the turn signals, so that you don't cut off uh, the woman with her baby in the prototype. Uh, you yeah, know, or other people in these scooters. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. A little parade. Um, I can't picture. Do you have any uh, photos of that as well?
1: I've just got make make of the scooter. That's uh, all. No, no actual arrest of the lady you now. No doubled
0: over a, a bonnet or anything like that. <laughs> Somewhere this is probably on like uh, like cops or some some other TV show. We'll see her.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you you guys made up them cop shows, huh, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We we ended up getting them over here, and we got them all over the place now.
0: Oh yeah. They're uh, cheaper than real TV.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Don't have to pay actors or anything. Just give the police a little...
0: Yeah, just count on the stupidity of normal people. <laughs> that's right, yeah. No, like, that's all i got at the moment. All right. Well, that was a good start. <laughs> Definitely things that are going to be sticking in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a couple of other things we were hoping to bring into the show. There is a guy who produces content... At slumberinglungfish.com. His name is Lore Schoberg. And, uh, he does, does all kinds of things. Um, he was one of the original contributors for a website in the mid 90s called The Brunching Shuttlecocks. They have all kinds of things. They have some quizzes, which we'll be taking a look at in a little bit. They have satirical essays. They have, there was a, an Alanis Morissette song lyrics generator. <laughs> just all sorts, just tons and tons of content. The site is not active anymore, but we have a link in the show notes for uh, the archive, and I know I have one on, on my blog page as well. One of the, the main things that Laura made is something called the Book of Ratings, where he would take McDonald's Happy Meal toys, uh, or aspects of bowling, or some some facet of... Of everyday life, it could be times of the day, and he 'll give a letter grade to each and talk about you know why it deserves that grade. That yep. website also is no longer active, um, but again, there is an archive page, and there actually is a published version which you can get from from various uh, you get it from Amazon or Barnes and Noble and you can buy it through the uh, book of ratings website. And right now, as I said, Laura maintains a website called slumberinglungfish.com. <laughs> uh, on there, there's a number of online comics. He's, he's the same age as I am, 38, and part of that whole Dungeons & Dragons, um, Pac-Man, uh, 80s cheese era. and all uh, the good stuff. Yeah, it's all reflected in, in things, pr- particularly the role-playing game kind of stuff. But he continues to do... The ratings on uh, on his website, they're part of. I guess it's Wired.com is an online magazine which he contributes to. I saw one recently which was theories of time travel and same kind of idea. He went through and talked about the version used in Time Cop, the version used in Back to the Future, and yeah, and it's it's very funny and it's good stuff all around. So one of the things we were thinking of doing was kind of incorporating that same flavor. To some segments that we do, and, and later on we'll, we'll put our, our own rating together for podcast titles that uh, we had considered for this show. I have a couple of quizzes from the Brunching Shuttlecocks archive, which I thought I would hit you with here, help. Yeah, cool. Let's go see. on in. So the first one is uh, Porn Star or My Little Pony. And once again, this <laughs> is uh, content generated by Laura Schoberg, it comes from the Brunching Shuttlecocks website. Uh, and again we'll put a link for that in our show notes.
1: There are people that have actually thought that uh, car zoom.
0: Well, yeah, my uh my daughter just got a zoom for Christmas and she has about eight episodes of My Little Pony on her on her Zoom Sweet.
1: Did it freeze over New Year?
0: Oh yeah, oh was it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was it did freeze on New Year's Eve and of course I was wide awake at twelve thirty. And ready to try to solve it, but there was no information available. So normally that leads to me doing more harm than good. Yeah. But I, I avoided it. All right. So I have for you here 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 names for potential porn stars or My Little Pony toys. Okay. And I will I will ask you. I'm also going to take the test. If I get these
1: all correct, on the pony side. It doesn't mean I watched My Little Pony when I was younger, by the way.
0: No, it means you probably watch a lot of pornography. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's purely random luck either way. Alright, so let's let's try quiz number one. The first one is called Cherry Treats.
1: Cherry Treats, oh Christ. I'm going to be in so much trouble. (laughs) Um... I'm gonna guess that's gonna be a pony. I'm, that's gonna be my little pony.
0: I'm gonna say a porn star. It's almost like a, too fruity to be. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Number two, we have Lucky Star.
1: Lucky Star, Christ! I always think of um, uh, was it Joey and Friends? Yeah. <laughs> about this, well, if you name them, that they're gonna turn out to be. <laughs> um. I'm gonna go, uh, porn star.
0: All right, I'll agree with you. Love melody.
1: Porn star straight away.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I don't think there's any love in My Little Pony. No. Daisy sweet.
1: Daisy sweet. I've got visions of My Little Pony in my head now. It's not good.
0: There you go with little flowers on her butt.
1: Yeah, and stars and, like, did they have, like, unicorn things as well?
0: Uh, I, they might have. I'm just, I happen to see a picture of one kind of in the background here, but they have that long, flowing 80s Farrah Fawcett hair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There isn't one called Eunuch, is there? Because <laughs> that's definitely a porn.
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> right, what was this one again, sorry?
0: Daisy Sweet.
1: I'm going to go for um, My Little Pony.
0: And right, I'll agree with you. Sunshine Blue. That's got to be a pony. I agree. That just sounds too innocent.
1: That's, yeah, it is too kiddified.
0: Honey Rose.
1: Porn. Yeah, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to say that's a distractor that was thrown in. It was a, a tease. It sounds bad, but it's not. Yeah, but you can spread the honey. That's right. <laughs> <All> right. Well, <laughs> Ruby Lips is our next one. Oh,
1: that's got to be porn. It's got to be. It really has. If you name a My Little Pony after Ruby Lips, then you're in serious trouble. <laughs> well, there were a lot of people on acid at that's the right. time when that they were making these. Um,
0: Misty Rain.
1: Misty Rain. Oh, Misty Rain. Misty Rain. I'm going to go for porn.
0: I'll go with the pony. Uh, next up is Green Eyes.
1: Pony. I'll
0: say same. A lot of this probably has to do with inflection. I could go green eyes. I could go
1: <laughs> green eyes. Yeah. Look, well, there's green eyes running yeah. over the hills. Oh, and here next, she comes.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can do that with this one. Heart throb.
1: Heart throb running over the hills. <laughs> heart. Th- no, let's go. Why would you call these? So- Are these male porn or female I don't know. porn? It
0: actually, doesn't say.
1: Male ponies or female ponies? Oh, they're
0: definitely female ponies, but it they they might be a male porn star.
1: Yeah, it's got to be porn. I'm
0: it really gonna, has to I'm be. I'm going to hope it's a porn star. <laughs> All right, two to go. Chocolate delight.
1: That's dark. It really is. You can't call ponies that.
0: I'm going to go for pony anyway. Yeah, I'm going to hope it's a pony. <laughs> and last one is Sweetie pie.
1: That's got to be pony. I That's think it too is. easy.
0: That just sounds familiar. So, just to recap quickly, you think the ponies are Cherry Treats, yep. Daisy Sweet, Sunshine Blue, Sweetie Pie, Chocolate Delight, and Green Eyes. <laughs> so let's see how you did. Your porn stars are Lucky Star, Love Melody, Honey Rose, uh, Ruby Lips. Misty Rain, and Heartthrob. Your score is 6 out of 12. Oh, not bad. Right. All right, we have Cherry Treats was a pony. A red and white strawberry pony that smells like cherries. God. Lucky Star was a porn star. It's a male porn star. He appeared in Pure Milk Number 2. Love Melody was not a porn star. She was a My Little Pony.
1: Love Melody. I can imagine her dancing on a keyboard or something so, like
0: that. Yeah, uh, of course we looked at it in completely the wrong way. Daisy Sweet was a pony who smelled like perfume. Of course. Sunshine Blue starred with about half a dozen women in fresh flesh. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Honey Rose was a porn star who starred in Lethal Squirt. (laughs) Ruby Lips was actually a pony. Uh, No explanation there other than, incredibly enough, it was a pony.
1: Misty Rain. Red Lips.
0: Yeah, probably. Misty Rain was indeed a porn star. Yep. Green Eyes.
1: Was um, Misty Rain in in the Squirt movie? No. no By any chance? Strap On
0: Sally. And the Triple X (laughs) Files. Green Eyes was uh, a male porn star, and he was in Hispanic heatwave with a guy named Skeletor. Heartthrob was a so-soft Pegasus pony. (laughs) Chocolate Delight was a soda-sipping pony that came with its own straw. And Sweetie Pie was indeed a pony. No, no, Sweetie Pie was a porn star. (laughs) It <laughs> starred yeah. in a video called "Breast Man's American Bust Butt Search." I can't read <laughs> that without stammering. So, six out of twelve. We'll certainly invite our listeners to take a look and see if they can uh, do better in that or some of the other tests.
1: I feel vindicated. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I didn't watch me. that
1: uh, as much My Little Pony as what I thought.
0: You got time for one more here? quick one? Yeah. Yeah, go on. We have perfume or supervillain in Marvel Comics. Let's see. All right, so for example, Destiny. Is that the name of a perfume or the name of a bad guy? That's got to be a bad guy. Moonstone. Perfume or bad guy?
1: Would you spray Moonstone on you, though? Um... That's got to be a bad guy as well.
0: I think it is. Fahrenheit. That's a perfume. Okay. Dreamer.
1: Perfume. Rapture. Bad guy. That would be an awesome name to that have as a be. bad guy.
0: Yeah, you can picture the outfit for that though. It's probably yeah, a little skimpy. <laughs>
1: Let's
0: see. Pisces.
1: Uh, but that's a lame name for a bad guy, though.
0: Yeah, but isn't Pisces, Pisces. fish? Is it going to be fish perfume? I'm going to say
1: perfume just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the beach. It's a new
0: Kate Moss a smell. That's right. <laughs> uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. Bad guy. Okay. Poison.
1: Perfume. Mystique. Perfume. Oh. Uh. I'm pretty sure that's a bad guy from Mm -hmm. X-Men. I've said it now. Yeah,
0: And Horizon. Mm, Perfume. All right. So you went uh, six perfumes and four villains. Let's see how you did. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Destiny was a supervillain. Moonstone was a supervillain. Fahrenheit was a perfume (laughs) for independent men. Dreamer was a perfume yeah. Rapture was a perfume made by Victoria's Secret no um, way there's the tagline beyond love beyond caring there is Rapture
1: they sh- oh no they-, they should make a bad guy called Rapture
0: they might have this might be outdated perhaps in 2003 somebody said you know what we need a bad guy named Rapture
1: they should bring the Rapture guy into the new G.I. Joe movie yeah it's coming out
0: I'm actually looking forward to that movie I think it's going to be good was a big yeah. fan of Flint in the cartoons. I'm hoping that he's still the main action guy. And Duke is you know, just kind of in the background. I wasn't a Duke fan. Was, was he the younger brother? Duke was the or blonde was guy who was kind of... Uh, he was really in charge, but then Flint wore a beret. And he was the one out in the field all the time. He got his hands dirty. Duke always seemed like he was sitting in a desk chair.
1: I think you had Flint and we had Falcon... It was different over here. Okay. Because it's called G.I. Joe over, over where you are. Yes. It's action force over here.
0: Uh, did it always end with a little uh, cheesy, you know, kids hanging around a G.I. Joe character and he would keep them from hurting themselves? And Yeah. You know, knowledge is power, and the more you know kind of thing at the end.
1: Yeah, the big moral. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, let's see. Uh, Pisces was a member of the evil Zodiac gang. The Mandarin is uh, one of Iron Man's bad guys. I
1: haven't seen that. Not actually in the
0: Iron Man movie, but in the cartoons. He's uh, he's got these rings, like ten different rings that have different powers. Right, I see. All right, so Poison is a perfume. You were right about that. Mystique, as we said, was in X-Men. So she should have been a bad guy. And Horizon was a perfume, so that was a pretty good showing. Seven out of ten, on the spot, ice cold. Cool. Good job. Well done. (laughs) Yes, get in. All right. So we had said that we would uh, like to try to do something similar with our podcast. Uh, We don't want to take away from what Laura had done. Um, So rather than use letter grades, uh, I I know we were talking about maybe doing some ranking them in order, uh, most likely to least likely, things like that. And so, one of the things we'd like to do today, kind of a one of our final segments, was look at some of the names we had tossed out there for the podcast, and uh, we'll let you go through and put together your rankings of of which ones you liked, and we'll get to our eventual actual title.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, um, where do we start? Crooked noses. Was the first well on number ten on the list? Okay. Now I I don't know where you was coming with this.
0: I was very surprised. Sounds all right. (laughs) For those of you who haven't actually seen um, my blog, there is uh, a list of things that I had copied from an email, just kind of letting Elton know these were some names I was throwing out there, and and it was kind of just a free form stream of thought. And how about this? And how about this? And oh, how about that? That that and. Toward the very end of it, uh, I got to Crooked Noses. And I, there's really no defense for that. <laughs> it's just just kind of out there. Um, so I can understand why that would be number 10. I'm surprised it made the list over uh, some of the other ones. So there had to be something about it that uh, resonated with you.
1: I like the idea of it. but I just, I, that, I That's pretend. why I wanted to put it onto the list to find out why it was on the no.
0: I could I put it out there. <laughs> I could pretend that it had to do with uh, well, we want to comment on people who might get their nose bent out of shape with what we're going uh. to say, but that's uh, a complete crock. It was really just uh, you know me sitting here going, uh, "How about this?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. Number nine on the list was one of my ideas. Uh, small world. Now, obviously, you know, you've been in USA, me being over here. That That's the whole premise of that idea.
0: It really is. Yeah. It would, it's one of the things that I liked, but I thought it also almost made too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> if we were going to uh, be doing a more serious podcast, I thought that was a really good name for it, but it was almost too serious.
1: It, it's a bit too obvious as well, isn't it? A bit yeah. cliche. Yeah. Um. Another cliche one, uh, Just Across the River. Same sort of premise, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah. Yep, it had a little more casual feel. Didn't conjure images of uh, little animated puppets singing and things either. But <laughs> uh, Number seven, uh, what I don't get, dot, dot, dot.
1: Now, I like the idea of this one. I can see where you're coming from, he's... I don't know. I don't think it would... I don't think it exactly says what uh, what we do.
0: No, I think there are people who do that sort of thing... Some people do like a daily blog, and it's just kind of a you know bizarre piece of information thrown out there and commented on quickly. And, and I, I agree. I don't think that uh, that's exactly our direction, and I <laughs> don't think we would uh, be able to do it quick uh, often enough to that's just right. The yeah, middle.
1: that's right. Uh, number six. Now that that's out the way. Now, I, I get this one. Obviously, you know, we're, we're going to be going over a couple of subjects, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you go from subject to subject, and, you know, now that that's out of the way, let's move on to the next subject, which is, you know, it's cool. It, it actually does fit. But, I, d- I don't know. I weren't too sure about it, to be honest. I liked, I liked it, but I wasn't too sure.
0: It was another one, I think, inspired by uh, Simply Syndicated and, you know, the Bollocks podcast, you know, which I, is I, awesome. Yes, and I I like the idea that it's kind of a a phrase thrown out there. Don't you think this just bollocks? Just kind of... It just kind of seemed like that kind of thing. Like, well, you know... But then I realized I don't really speak that way. (laughs) I don't think I've ever used the phrase. Now that that's out of the way.
1: No, no nor have I.
0: So, it definitely was wise we went elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Uh, Number five, another one of mine, uh, bar. Now, I thought it was... Mm, it, it would have suited the... If this, you know, nose dives sometimes, then I'd imagine it would so, suit it, really. But, yeah. um, uh, I, I don't know if it would work, to be honest, I really don't.
0: No, I can understand.
1: Number four, you you know you think it too, mm-hmm. which is on the same premises now that that's out of the way, but I I thought it sounded a little bit too so arrogant, to be honest. Yeah. And people looking through iTunes and places like that, they see that and go, oh, bloody hell, no. no, thank you.
0: No, I agree. And I think some people can carry <laughs> off that kind of posturing, and I, I have a feeling that ours is going to have a <laughs> little more deferential tone, kind yeah. of a uh, little less assuming. Yeah.
1: Number three, uh, blank sheets of paper. Now, I don't know about you, I don't know how many pieces of paper you got in front of you. You don't want to tons. I've got tons in front of me. A lot blank, actually, yeah. but I've got tons. Uh, number two, probably one of my favorites,
0: is Peas and Honey. Oh, I love that poem from uh, Shel Silverstein. I eat my peas with honey. I've done so all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on my knife. It was one of those things I I figured uh, people would get it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so if they got it, it would be brilliant. If not, it would just be, what is this, a cooking podcast? <laughs> the eventual m- winner was something that was a title of an essay that a friend of mine and I wrote in high school, and admittedly, along the lines of some of the, the concerns you had, it was a pretty arrogant, uh, <laughs> cocky thing to do. We were in a science class where the teacher, it was a great teacher, Mr. Kilgore, um, a really nice guy, but the same assignments had been given year after year after year. It was um, the same books, were used and it was always questions eight, twelve, fifteen, seventeen, and you had to do certain projects and all. And we had—I uh, thought we did a good job and put a lot of effort into the class. But as we got to this final paper, I can't even remember what you were supposed to write. But whatever it was, Joe and I sat and calculated our grades, and we said we could get a hundred on this. And then we're going to get a B. <laughs> we could get a twenty on this, and we could get a—we'll get a B for the course. So yeah. Uh, let's take a chance here, and I don't know what really motivated us, but we basically snitched on everybody. We had this wonderful little cover with a disclaimer, and we told, uh, the professor, you don't have to read this if you don't want to. Give us the zero, we're fine. But within these pages are a lot of things you don't want to know about what went on in the class. And, uh... (laughs) We didn't name names. Basically, we said, all right, number one, you know that project where you're supposed to design a calculator? Nobody has any clue how to do it, but uh, Mike's older brother did it for you six years ago, and we all have a copy of it. Next page, you know those, <laughs> those things where you assign us the problems from the book? Uh, Cheryl's sister has them from three years ago, photocopied. The reason we all got number nine wrong is because you didn't assign it that year, but everyone else, and so we just went through the whole thing. Uh. We got A's for the course, you know, which I actually feel guilty about, because that was never really the goal. It was never to, to find some way to get those extra points. But on the other yeah. hand, I know in my heart that he actually read it, so that yeah. counts for something. So the title of that paper was An Apotheosis of a Bombast, which means a perfect example of inflated speech or writing. And uh, I guess we both felt like that was a pretty fitting name for what might go on in this podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with that. That's really cool. So, it's
0: tough to spell, tough to say. An apotheosis of a bombast. I have a feeling we'll be uh, coming up with some acronyms or nicknames for it, but... It I is, think
1: I it's, am, to be honest.
0: <laughs> I think it'll be good. So,
1: what was the worst thing that happened in the science class, then? Well, um, in our science class, the worst thing that we did was set the Bunsen burners light. You know, take them out the... Um, take the bunsen burner off and set the actual gas tubes alight so you had a, at least a f- two foot flame just kicking out from the actual gas taps itself uh, we, and,
0: we were all good uh, two-shoe kids no one ever like even even the worst of us was still like uh, an honors kid clean cut wholesome nobody really or maybe someone stole something for recreational activities that I knew nothing about but <laughs> other, th- other than that there was no no destruction that went on oh there was tons of
1: destruction that went on who knows there was, there was a lot of um, sticking uh, thermometers into blue flames on the Bunsen burners, seeing how high we could get them, and then seeing how rapid we could call them off under the cold, cold tap, <laughs> and seeing how many we could burst
0: how as much well. Shatter, yeah. That's we had uh, our physics class was um, was this class that that the paper was from. We had a science class where, but even that, it's in there. Everything was so structured and. and there wasn't much chance to wreak havoc. Yeah. Perhaps if we'd been allowed to, we wouldn't have snitched on everybody. <laughs> we would have had an outlet for our uh, <laughs> frustration. Was it a um an all boys school or mixed school? No, it was mixed. It was a kind of place where everybody's family was involved in the school and, and all that stuff.
1: Right. I see. So yeah, I, I went to a um all boys school, and so you got lots and lots of. Guys just running around on testosterone with no girls around at all. (laughs) So it's it's pretty heated around there. And the slightest little thing would set off a fight, and you'd have 200 kids around you shouting, fight, fight, fight. It was ridiculous.
0: But you made it through unscarred, or do you have deep scars buried within, which we'll find out? I I have a couple of scars, definitely. (laughs) I have a question for you. Did you have – could you smoke at your school? Could
1: we? Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're not allowed to, no. So Obviously, you
0: know, kids did, but no, we weren't allowed to at all. When, and like here, and now you definitely can't smoke in the school, but when I was in high school, we had a smoking lounge, like which was literally outside, but like kids could go and smoke cigarettes at lunch. Blimey. It's mind-boggling to think that that's how it was. But.
1: No, it was, it was pretty strict where we were, to be honest. As you have to be over, I, I can't remember how many pupils we had. It must have been about 800. That's, that's in, a
0: good amount of boys to have all in one place. It is, yeah.
1: Especially when you've got some hottie teachers as well.
0: You've got to be pretty brave to be a, a female teacher in an all-boys school.
1: Yeah, you've got to be crazy as well. You really have to be, and some of them did actually turn crazy. <laughs> and there are, are reports of some of our ex-classmates actually... Going totally loopy, absolutely loopy. I, I don't know whether I'm, I'm going to be able to get away with actually saying anything on here, to be honest. But
0: play it safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's only no, episode I'll, one. I'll leave that for another day then. There you go. All right. Well, I guess we'll. Uh, that's probably a good spot to end then. <laughs> okay. Cool. Keep ourselves safe. So we have, uh, you know, a couple things. First of all, you heard a little bit of intro music, and uh, you'll be hearing some music as we sign off. For the end of this podcast. So music was brought to us today, compliments of Peter John Ross of Sunnyboo.com. Uh, we do have an email set up for our website or for our podcast. And it's bombastpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Elton and I uh, on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter ID is SHC1970.
1: And um, mines Elton McManus, just all one word.
0: All right, and we will try to get another podcast up uh, within a week. I'm trying to make it a semi-regular thing here. So, uh, what do you think the moral was of today's podcast episode? Elton?
1: Ba, 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 ba.
0: Don't drive home on them scooters. I would say that's, that's probably going to be something tough to top. So I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> So on that note, we, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We look forward to your feedback. And you'll be hearing from us again soon. Brilliant. Thanks guys.